Tonight's episode is going to be a continuation of mm-hmm. what we did before. Um, first off, I want to thank everybody that has watched the fake deconstruction uh, episode. That was a very difficult episode to get through. I, I don't know, remember what I said. I, I barely remember either. Um, but uh, there have been comments on it and people have been uh, talking about, you know, like their, you know, personal life experiences mm-hmm. and things like that. And that's really what we want with this channel is that we want to make sure that people can open up, talk, you know, interact with other people. And ultimately we can have, you know, it almost like what we do with Riker road, but here it's like, we're having a conversation. Yeah. We can flesh things out a little more and there's nothing but the focus of the conversation instead of, you know, the content a, a video or something. Correct. Right. So for this to make sense, um, you probably should in some way kind of know some things from the first one. You don't have to sit through the whole thing. It's very raw. It's very intense. Um, there's some very insane things. I think that we say as far as like, you know, maybe to people that know us where it's like, Oh, I didn't know this about them Mm -hmm. or whatever. Um, I wanted to do a follow-up. I wanted to have a very just candid conversation about where we are now, because at that time I was pretty much like, nah, I'm done. I'm good. Um, I knew my journey wasn't over and it still isn't, but I don't think it ever is. No. Um, I'm sure that I will swing this pendulum right for the rest of my life in many different ways. But, um, I know that to kind of kick us off here is for some context is that for you guys to understand is that Eric and I were both raised in uh, God fearing homes. We had two very good parents that loved the Lord and wanted to give us the best thing. Mm-hmm. They never forced it on us, but it was always um, not really en- no. encouraged. Yeah, you know? I would say not really forced. Yeah, encourage is a good right. w- way to put it. Um, so understand, like we came from the belief system of that there is one God. He is three in one: the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. God became a man, which is Jesus who died on the cross, who was the perfect sacrifice for all the sins you will ever, uh, ever uh, commit. And if you put your faith and trust in him, that you are saved, you are eternally, uh, you know, sealed. I think as Ephesians six says it is that you are sealed for the day of redemption. That's where we came from. And that's about the quickest context I'm going to give. Cause we need to get yeah. into the nitty gritty. Yeah. So, um, I know that in the first episode for me, there was a lot of bile that I needed to get out. Mm. There was a lot of intensity in my life and, you know, from my living situation and from who I was surrounded by, what I was doing, what I wasn't doing, all that. And I think that tonight I have more of a clear head to be able to think through some things. Um, I still have my apprehensions, but I'm in a much better place um, than I was, uh, you know, at that point, I think like with life, you know, clearly Mm. like there's been some good things and, it makes that tug of war of faith very difficult because things are better, but I'm still kind of feeling this way. Sure. So my question for you is, you know, through the time that, you know, we've had since we've done the faith deconstruction kind of like, where are you at? Like, cause that's, I know like that's where I'm at, but like, where are you at? Um, I'm actually probably still about the same. Mm -hmm. There's, I guess there's little, there's a little bit of a, um, progression I would say but not a whole lot and I don't mean that in a bad way but it's just the fact of like you said like my my living situations the things that were happening but yeah good things have happened to me you know with the you know um, you know the person I'm seeing you know my job or my you know my channel or whatever but Mm -hmm. 
Then I other have I also have other bullshit things that just keep coming my way. So it's like it's it's a give and take, obviously. But I would say I'm still kind of in the same boat. Um, God and I still fight, mm-hmm. you know, on a daily basis almost. But I do find myself at least attempting, trying, uh, maybe even feeling the need to like be a little bit more. I guess, uh, aware of like maybe trying to talk to God, whether it is good or bad. Yeah. You know, I've also tried to, I guess you could say pray or talk to God about like what the things I'm thankful for, not just because something good happened or I want you to give me something in return or whatever. Like I need this to happen or something like that. No, I try to remind myself to wake up and thank God for the things you are thankful for, for real. Yeah. You know, whether it might be small or large, but it's just like, I I do try to do that, but I still have my opinions and feel the way I feel. Yeah. So I, I'd say about the same. Yeah. It's, it's tough because I think that that's one of the things that it really is what it means to be human. You know, it's like, I mean, if we're looking at this from a biblical point of view Mm -hmm. is that, you know, we are, you know, we're sinful, we're selfish, we're um, you know, like the heart is deceptively wicked, you know, it's that idea where it's like, you know, you think, you know, what's best for you and all that. But in the same hand, looking at it from a non-biblical standpoint is just like, man, like I know that there's a lot of things I look at where I'm like, I'm just, I'm tired. I'm fed up. I'm, I'm a lot of different things that I don't like thinking about. And I wasn't, you know, putting on a show or, you know, like, hamming it up for the live that we did when we celebrated hundred K. Like I, I knew. Oh yeah. With, with the, yeah. Sh- like the small shred that's left in me of my faith or, you know, the big, the bigness of it, I can't see or like right now I'm only, I'm only feeling this or whatever. Like I couldn't not. And that really frustrates me. And it's, you know, it's this idea where it's like, I'm in this constant state of fighting against any kind of influence of, you know, faith in my life, but yet I'm finding myself relying on it so much to get through my day in that mm. aspect. Like it's this con- continual tug of war. Sure. And it's weird because, you know, we've answered questions on Riker road. We've had people that have reached out to us, whether it was for spiritual means of like, you know, Hey, mm. like, can you like, can you pray for me? Or like, you know, Hey, this, this, and this, or if it's just meeting good people, like, we've gotten to see a lot of really awesome people that are dealing with a lot of really bad things. Mm-hmm. And I think that they're handling it way better than either of us could ever handle. You know, it's oh, like, sure. it's like, there's just some really special people out there. And it's essentially what I'm getting at is that it gave me perspective and it, you know, it's like, um, Lori, uh, is one of our, uh, subscribers and I would consider her a friend. And, oh, yeah. you know, and she's just an amazing human being. And uh, we we give her, you know, props every live whenever she's on there. But I'm going to incarnate it in this uh, this not this live, but in this uh, podcast is that she to put it very bluntly, she kicked cancer's ass. Oh, yeah. And oh, yeah. She like to know that she fought through all of that probably was one of the if not the scariest thing that could happen to a human being is that your body is basically killing itself. Mm hmm. And she just went, nah, 
Mm-hmm. I'm going to fight this. Yep. You know, and I can't, I'm not going to say that she didn't have her bad days or that, you know, she didn't have days. Where oh like, oh yeah. Blood. Yeah. Dude, the way that she speaks, the way that she does things like it's, it's inspiring. And it's like, I, I look at that and I'm, I, I don't know exactly what her belief system is. And at, in the end, to me, it doesn't matter. She matters, you know, but right. it's just, man, like having that good of an attitude. And then if you were to have faith on top of that, dude, I, I struggle with that, man. Like it's mm-hmm. not, it's not only my faith struggle, but looking at other people that are 110% worse off than me. And they always have a reason to smile. They're always yeah. just, they have that attitude and dude, it's, it makes me feel like a fraud in many ways, mm. you know, like it's like, okay. like I, I subscribe to this belief system for so long. I did all these things or didn't do all these things that, you know, I, you know, normally, you know, or like a normal Christian wouldn't do like, you know, it's like you abstain from sex or you stay away from, you know, alcohol or you do this or you do that. Like, it's just, I'm almost scared to jump back in because it's the mentality of like, nah, dude, like things are going fine right now with what I'm kind of doing, except like, it's like everything else is around, around me is fine. I'm just messed up. <laughs> right. You know, right, right, right. You know, it's, I don't know if that even makes sense. But no, it makes a, it makes yeah. perfect fucking sense, man. Because that's the thing that like, I think that maybe I struggle with as well is there is a lot of good shit going on. Why am I still fucking miserable? Yeah. Why can't I have a bunch of good days? And it's not like, oh, you're bipolar or like, you know, depression. Is that like, I think everybody's a little bipolar and everybody's depressed. It's like to a point. Yeah. So it's like, we say to before where it's like, no, I'm, I'm a functioning depressed person. I know that I'm down, but I get my fucking ass up out of, out of bed every day, go to work, mm-hmm. be a citizen, be a dad, do all this shit. Yeah. But the thing is, is that there are a lot of good things going on in my life. And I know what you mean. We're like that feeling where it's just like, what the fuck, man? Yeah. How, like, why can't this just go away? Moments of happiness happen and that's great. But why can't my moments be bigger? Yeah. Why can't I have this feeling all of the time? I, like you said, I see people out there that are way worse than me. that are just smiling ear to ear. Now, maybe that's a front. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Or maybe we catch them only in their good moments. Correct. Or whatever. I mean, yeah, but it's just yeah. like, how the fuck do you get that? Yeah. And I don't know, man. I, but I, I truly understood what, the, what you meant by that. So, yeah. yeah. Um, I could stay on that train of one oh, yeah. all night, but I, you mentioned something and we have talked about this during kitchen talk. And for anybody that doesn't know, that's really <laughs> when, uh, usually when we're either ending our night or if it's like, like we're probably going to do kitchen talk whenever this is over and like, mm-hmm. and talk about how the podcast went or talk about the future or whatever. And I don't think that the subject matter of your prayers is important. I think that you've talked about praying before and that you have. And if there's anything more to like chip away at that, I'm really curious because my prayer life has been non-existent. Mm. Like I only pray whenever like certain moments, certain things will happen. And I make sure to to stop and think. And I'm or or like, you know, there's times where it's like, I'll see something and it's like, Hey, like, all right, yo God, it's me again. (laughs) You know, it's like, can you please help my friend or this or that? Or like, there's per like, you know, selfish personal ambitions in that too. Mm -hmm. But, um, what, I guess what my question for you is you've talked about this prayer life. What, what is your prayer life like now? Like if you were to think about it on a day to day basis, or maybe if it's situational or whatever, um, I would say it's, it's pretty much 
a lot of times the same. And it's just because of, you know, my battle with my uh, daughter and, you know, the fact of like, you know, custody issues and things like that. Yeah. Um, you know, even work, you know, YouTube, you know, not to be rich and faint, like that's not what I mean, but like things to just go well, like tonight and like things like that. Um, yeah. you know, the person I'm seeing it's, I do approach it differently now, but it is a lot of the same things that I kind of come to him with where it's just like, man, can you please just either give me a sign or, you know, help me with this. But then, like I said, at the same time, I also, like you said, I, I try to make sure that I thank at the same time where it's like, okay, thank you for this over here, but I also need help with this. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times I try to approach it with something that I like maybe truly need help with, not something that is going to like benefit me for, you know, a, a luxury or something like that. I don't know how to explain it, but like something like that, like it's truly something like to help me maybe spiritually or like just myself as far as like being a man Yeah, that came out wrong, right. but like it just, it, just yeah. in general, but yeah. yeah. So it, it's shifted in the fact of being, I guess situational, like you were talking about when it's like, Hey, it's me again. Mm -hmm. You know, I could really use a thousand dollars on this scratch off. <laughs> yeah. Right. You yeah. know, or whatever. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. It's, it has crept into a little bit more of a, um, uh, I guess you could say Christian way about it, <laughs> yeah. but I just don't look at it that way. I look at it in the fact of maybe how I'm coming back to God and trying to approach it again is kind of the dog with his tail tucked, like, mm -hmm. Oh God, I kind of fucked up here. Yeah. But I also want to talk about something that the reason why I think that I have veered away mm. is maybe we'll talk about this later is mm. when you think about it, <clears throat> all religions have a very similar story. Mm. So we grew up, well, in Ohio and, you know, the United States. Okay. So that's where Christianity is basically the most. So if you grew up in China, did, do you speak English? Mm. Are you a Christian? Mm -hmm. Well, no. Right. That's weird for us. Yeah. Well, why aren't you a Christian? Because that's not where we grew up. Yeah. So I also feel like it's situational what belief you have. Yeah. That's like, yeah. I, I, I think like, there's that's what confuses me. And I think that's why I have such a hard time like not coming back, but it's like, okay, which one is it? Mm -hmm. Am I wrong? And if I'm wrong, I'm wasting my time essentially. Right. But if I'm right, it's like, it's like gambling. Yeah. And that's what, like I said, that's what confuses me. And it's like, well, maybe it's because I'm praying to the wrong one. Maybe <laughs> right. I'm, my belief is on the wrong side. Maybe it is Satan. Yeah. I don't know. Right. None of us do. That's where faith comes in. Yeah. But it's just like all, all the people over here, they have the same faith belief in their God. Mm -hmm. So how are we the ones going? No, you're wrong. Right. Well, they're doing the same shit. And we're like, no, you just can't listen. Mm -hmm. You don't have an open mind. <laughs> oh, no. So this is where, like, I, I have this weird tug of war. So yeah. I don't know if you feel the same. It's it's weird because. A little rant there. Sorry. No, it's, I, I think <laughs> it's compelling because there is this idea where it's like I've, tr I've tried to think about growing up if we didn't have a faith-based family. 
-hmm. like, you know, like what would have been different or like, you know, how, like, how would I perceive the world and how would I, you know, do things like somebody like in your example, like somebody growing up in China, you know, completely different living situation on Mm -hmm. all facets of, of everything. And, you know, it's even somebody growing up in Iceland or in, you know, it's like in some other like country, like it's, it's hard because there are so many religions and there are so many gods and there are yes. so many things. Um, it's interesting that you brought up how it's like that they fall, they all follow the same story in that aspect where it's like, you know, there's like a, a, a way to L- gain I mean, heaven basically or, right. What's well, like, there's like a general like consensus in that. Mm-hmm. And, um, the only thing that I will say about that is because it's uh, the only thing that I try to stay away from this because it's one of those that like, if it is like, if Christianity is true and then I immediately say that like the phrase I'm about to say that is detrimental for eternity. And the idea of that, if there is only tr- one true one and it's the idea of like, Oh, like all roads lead to heaven. Like everything just leads there. It's like, you're going to get there. All religions in the world, again, say this is what I'm going to think. And this is my opinion, which Mm -hmm. is with what I've seen. Everything is that Christianity is the only one that is different. And what I mean is, is that in the Mm. mode of salvation is that, yes, preach, dude, let me hear it. So when you think about this is that uh, let's look at uh, Buddhism to yeah. a, to achieve nirvana. Now they don't really like I I'm not the most schooled on it. TJ TJ's a good friend of mine. He's a he's been a Buddhist for a long time. We've kind of like talked about certain things, but uh I've asked him before like how do you reach nirvana? Like that's your ultimate goal. You know, right. that's that, that's Buddhist like quote unquote salvation as a loose term. And he really didn't have a clear answer and he was talking about it much in that idea that it's a journey. It's that it's through self-discipline. It's that you work towards it. You do these things. You mm, okay. do those things. Okay. Um, you have um, Catholicism, which is the idea that for salvation, you have to essentially go to a priest to confess your sins because they are connected with God and you have to basically confess and uh, like get all of your sins out. God damn it, Kyle. Why are you making so much sense right now? <laughs> um, As so, I take the Lord's name in vain. Yeah, yeah. On a, shit. Um, and and I'm, I don't mean to get this wrong, but I hope that you guys understand what I'm saying. But like when it comes to like Islam and Muslim, um, it, like it's like this idea where it's like they have to pray however many times a day. Like right. it's commanded. It's like this. There is this idea okay. of work is that you work to get heaven. It's like there, there's a chance that you may not make it if you do not do this right. Like it's like, or like if you mm. follow these things. Okay. I see and what you're saying. The analogy is like this is that let's say salvation is somebody getting out of a deep hole. They're out They're They're out in the middle of nowhere. They're in this deep hole. And uh, I, I heard somebody say it as like, they're trying to get out and some guy comes uh, to the, to the, uh, the hole and says, meditate five times a day. You'll get out of the hole. So he sits down and meditates and nothing happens. Then somebody else comes over and says, dude, you have to do this, like do this. And then you'll be free from the hole. And it doesn't happen until one day somebody shows up and says, you want out? Yes. Okay. And they throw a rope down. And they pull them out. I had to plug this back in. Hold on. <laughs> Minor setback. Headphones came undone. Um, it's that idea of like, nah, dude, you can't get out of the hole. I have to get you out. I'm the only one who can. Salvation in Christianity is not about working towards it. It's the idea that you cannot save yourself. Stop trying. It's impossible. Yeah, but doesn't it also maybe fall on the factor of like being a lazy religion? 
I think that, well, like in the fact of like, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Right. And I don't mean that as in like, but in the fact of you don't have to do anything other than I guess, quote, say, and believe that God is your savior and you want him to be your Lord. Mm-hmm. And and that's it. I can go stab some, my neighbor 19 times in the face and still get into heaven. I think that, so yeah, like that, that, yeah. that's what I mean. Like there, there's the, there's this factor of like, okay, these other religions almost have this, like a little bit of like, you have to work for this and pay attention and stay on track. Mm-hmm. But I also understand what you're saying on the other hand. So like, that's weird because mm-hmm. all right, then again, which one is it? What's well, so. I, I think that the beautiful way that I heard somebody put it was that, um, it's this idea that it's like you didn't it's like you didn't do anything to earn your salvation you can't lose it and so this is also where it comes down to like the the bible's clear about things like this where it's like you know there is only one judge only one judge that knows everybody's hearts and knows like who is being like legit like if somebody becomes a christian and then continues to live the way that they're living um, in a blatant way of being like, no, I'm good. Like that's grieving the Holy spirit. Like, it's like, that's, that's, that's something where like, that's, that's, that's commanded that you're not supposed to do that. It's, it's really tough because I think that what people misinterpret about Christianity is that they're like, it's that mentality that we don't obey to get heaven. We already got it. That's why we obey. It's, you know, it's, 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 it's hard because it's that Paul talks about it in the new Testament a lot where he's like, you know, he's like, I am the chief of all sinners. I sin the like worse than anybody on the planet, but I have the license to sin because I have salvation. Shouldn't this like, if, if, you know, if he's going to give me grace for every single sin that I give, you know, or or every single single sin that I do, shouldn't I sin more? So grace may abound. (laughs) I think that's how the old language says it. And he talks about it where he's like, no absolutely not keep the faith like you know keep like keep these things like it's there is a way that they explain that where it's like you're right like that whole lazy religion i've never thought of it like that it's like that it does Mm. lend itself towards that but i think that it's not it's not that simple i think it's there's more to it but i think that it definitely lends itself more towards that people could try to abuse it and and think that they can right so yeah because i i've also i've tried to like explain it to people too where like maybe people that are uh, shocked that I'm a Christian or came from a Christian home because of like my tattoos or the way I talk or having kids and not being married or whatever it is. And it's like, no man, kind of what you were talking about is that I, I essentially like, I know that I'm saved. I I was saved when I was 11 years old. Mm -hmm. It doesn't give me a free sin card to just do whatever I want, but me going fuck, fuckity fuck, fuck. Mm -hmm it's not going to make a difference. Yeah. It's the fact of I'm going to live my life. Yeah. I should strive to be a better Christian and live that life better, but I don't. And it's just because of maybe inconvenience of not being able to go to church because of how I work. And then that that's actually how I stopped going to church was because I got a job like as an adult and I've always really worked weekends. Yeah. Or that was just like how it started and I just fell out of the routine. But it's just the fact of I know I know where I essentially stand with God, even with the scenario I'm in now of like kind of, you know, on the rocks or whatever. But like, mm-hmm. I know where I stand. As long as I'm not trying to be blatant and a murderer and like all of these <laughs> yeah. things, like, 
Yeah. I know that, that falls into other religions and, you know, praying and, you know, doing all these things, you know, several times a day. Like that's restraint, stabbing your neighbor, neighbor in the face 19 times. You just don't do that. Yeah. Right. But, right. <laughs> no matter how much your dog shits in my lawn yeah, or whatever. Yeah. But it's just the fact of the whole thing ring, ring this back in is that I'm going to live my life. I do like to drink. I like to swear. I like to have sex when I'm not married. Like I like to do all of these things, mm-hmm. but I also know that my Lord and savior is always there for me like that. Mm-hmm. I gave myself to him when I was 11 years old. Yeah. We just don't talk a whole lot anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't like that, but I also don't like some of the shit he's doing to me. Mm-hmm. So it's, there's also that it's dude, it's <laughs> it's so weird how it's like there's almost this weird like almost like grand broken mosaic of this where it's like you know it's like there's these shattered pieces of like the things that you know that are good or that you want to hold on to and what you want to do like you know it's it's tough because I think that what what I think really happens to people when they decide to change their lifestyle or if they make a decision where they're like, nah, I'm done. Don't Mm -hmm. need that anymore. Is that it's, there's this idea of being filled with the spirit is that it's the idea like when you welcome it in you is that it's like, you won't necessarily like you will have to make efforts and you will have to make changes or things that will definitely take, you know, some leaps or take some true hard steps. But it's this idea that God changes your heart. He molds Mm -hmm. it. Like, you know, it's, it's that it's a very slow process. Like, in the conversations with like your prayers and stuff, when we've talked about him, so I'm like, dude, I'm like, you are asking God to give you a proper heart. Like you like to, to try and, and bro. And that's, I think that it's, it's this, the mentality of like, when you look at the, uh, there's a parable in the, in the gospels where, uh, Jesus basically is saying that, you know, two men were praying at the wall this praying wall that that was in in town where he was. And essentially uh, it was like a fictional thing he was bringing up, but he said there was a Jewish Pharisee, one of the big leaders of the Mm -hmm. religion back in the day. And they were praying loudly at the wall and exclaiming all the good things that they did. And like, you know, like, thank you that I am able to give 80% of my tithe. I'm, I'm being dumb, but it's like, it's like, like, or like, and uh, what was it? Uh, The guy next to him was a tax collector tax collectors were hated because they yeah. took your money. Like it's like, mm-hmm. the, the, you know, and still hate them. Right. So <laughs> nothing has changed. And, uh, I think he even makes the mention at some point, if I misquote this, please somebody correct me. But, uh, I think he even says at one point and thank you that I am not like this tax collector and that I, it's like, I'm this, I'm that mm. all the things that he is saying are good, but he's doing it in a boastful way. Right. Right. Jesus then says the tax collector who is broken is sinful, probably has a lot of selfish ambition. In that moment, all he could do was beat his chest and say, Lord, forgive me. I am a sinner. Lord, just mm. forgive me. I'm trying. Lord, forgive me. And it was the whole point of it was he is justified before my father in heaven. Hmm. It's that attitude. It's it's the That's, attitude that you have towards it. And yeah. I mean, there there is the whole argument of true salvation. What does that mean? All that, whatever. But it's just that's those are the parts of the Bible that I love. I love mm-hmm. hearing about those things where it's like, nah, dude, it's like I think that that's something that people should pay attention to because it's like I've I've been a part of churches where dudes with neck tattoos that are fresh out of prison walked in. Thankfully, I was a part of a church that welcomed that stuff and we wanted right. those people there. But it's like I bet you there's tons of people still to this day that walk into a church and have that, that stigmatizing like stupidity of this 
thing that Christians do that where it's like they think that they're better in every single way. Yeah. And it's like, I don't want to go too much on a whole thing, but it's like people that are against. That's not real. No, it's like people that are against homosexuality, against trans people, against abortion, against all these things. Yes. I personally can look at the Bible and understand how they're interpreting these things. And Mm. I probably hold to some of those beliefs. The difference is I'm not an asshole. (laughs) Right. And it's like, it's, there's a part of me that looks at you do behind closed doors is your prerogative. That is between you and your God and or, or, or God. Like, it's like, dude, like it's, it floors me that there is this, the, this idea where it's like you can't live a homosexual lifestyle but I'm going to go home and jerk off to porn and do whatever I'm going to do right I thought that we all agreed that the ground at the cross was level here mm-hmm. like it's mm-hmm. and it's it's just like nah dude like it's it's I I'm I spent so much of my teenage years so much of my teenage years destroying friendships with friends that were gay that were going into into the trans community and were open to it and wanted to change things. And I, the whole time, all I was trying to do was trying to save them. And I, I, in that time I was not their friend, dude, I fucking hate that. That is something that I, that I have to remember for the rest of my life that I did and I didn't handle it properly. Now, to be fair, I've been able to connect with one of those friends and we've come to a very good place. And it's like, you know, like, that's what I told them is I was like, look, I'm like, I was so dead set on saving you that I forgot to be your friend. We didn't hang out anymore. Every time we did, I was harping on you. Like, Mm. nah, dude, like, that's not biblical. That's, that's not like, you're supposed to love them. And like, when you're commanded to treat somebody as an unbeliever, you're to share the gospel with them. You're to love them. You are to tell them that there is hope. And there is just so much negativity towards these people that are making these life decisions that by the way, probably aren't, isn't something that they can control or something that they struggle with on themselves and they've chosen how to deal with it. And if, if the, how they deal with it is wrong or right, that's up for them to deal with the consequences of either. Right. It's not up to you. Yeah. The only thing you can do is, is just be a good witness to them. And I think that that's, that that's the one thing that really drives me nuts. I think so, yeah. I think when it comes to especially things like that, because, you know, I have similar situations in my life between friends or whatever, you know, and as, as far as like stuff like that. But it's the fact of I think you and I have gotten very uh, I'm going to be very careful on how I say this, but sure. we've been blessed with people that are very open minded. Oh, 100 percent. They're not somebody that is. Um, I'm right. You're wrong don't talk to me a certain way, whatever it is like that. I think it's also because we give a mutual respect, but it's the same with religion Yeah, that you stated that, you know, luckily we went to churches and you went to the church with people coming in with neck tattoos. The churches we went to, didn't give a shit. No, you were there for a reason. I I will say that that was the one thing that we were really blessed with was having some awesome churches that were were truly welcoming to everybody. I could walk in there right now, dressed the way I am, and they'd be like, hey, what's up, man? Do you want a pamphlet? (laughs) (laughs) I think what has happened, too, is it has gotten to the point that religion has become such a major thing now and not because of what it should be, but it's because of what people want you to see. Yeah. Now it's all of this. Let's cram it down your throat. Let's be a Bible thumper in the wrong way. Right. When now you've just turned me off. Yeah. Now I'm going to go be a Jew right? Like, <laughs> or, or do or whatever. Like yeah, anything like, but the, what you're yeah, doing. Yeah. Right. Like I didn't mean that in a bad, I'm just oh, yeah, saying right, like, yeah. I'm going to do anything other than that. Like you yeah. have completely made it a turnoff. 
I don't want to listen to you now because you're not listening to me either. Yeah. You know, so that is, I, I think that's almost like you said, you've destroyed some friendships because of like, you know, their beliefs and stuff. Well, we've kind of destroyed our belief and friendship with God because there are things that have gone on in our lives. And because we see things over here with quote Christians and churches and all this stuff, mm-hmm. it's like, I don't want to be a part of that. Yeah. I don't want to be associated with that. That's not what we were. That's not what we did. That's not how it is. Yeah. They're giving you a whole different light over here. So it's, it makes other things look appealing or kind of sheds the wrong light on what it should be. But yeah, I just, I think religion does also still get a bad rap. It does. It's, it sucks because we went from trans to back yeah, to religion. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's funny. It's it, it, this is honestly this is a little window into the conversations we have. It's just, it's it's again that pendulum. All just, it's, all, it's all over the place. Um, it's interesting when, like, when I think about church and I think about congregating and being with a group of people, is that um, I really just don't want to. Um, right. Well, mine's for a different reason. Um, I made a lot of really good decisions whenever I was working with the church that I was working with before. Um, Mm -hmm. The pastor there and the people that are still there, I adore. I love them. I, I have so much to thank for them on how they helped me. And like, there's been imperfections of how things have been handled on both sides. And we've addressed those. We're friends. We've talked about it. I don't talk to them very often, uh, but I don't hold any ill will with them. Right. With what I'm about to say. So just wanted to preface that. Um, you know why? Cause you're a fucking grown up. Right. Um, <laughs> because like I, I've been a part of church splits and stuff before where like, Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. You know, where like, you know, there's been uh, somebody like when they heard that I wasn't going anymore, they were like, well, well what happened? I'm like, if you are in any way trying to get me to say anything negative or to dig into your bullshit, you can walk away right yeah. now. It's not going to mm-hmm. happen. I'm like, that's my reasons for leaving had nothing to do with the reasons that you left, which by the way, I don't agree with. So, <laughs> Yeah. Um, I get why this happened, but it immediately was just a huge turnoff is that um, I did go back to my home church a couple of times and oh shit the dirt. Um, so um, and I don't know if it was like one of those where it was like, hey, like, can you do this now or whatever? But dude, like. I was on praise band for so long. I'm doing video. I'm doing like all these things. That's all that. I mean, that church literally is the reason why I have the job I have today. Like I worked with those guys and I did that. Like it turned into this idea where it was just like, this was never like said in the idea of like, you can't come here if you don't serve. It was never that. It was just one of those, like it was the consistency of like, when are you going to go get on stage, man? What's like, what's like, come on, come on. Like, can you like play guitar? Can you do this? Uh, Like, it's like, dude, I really need help with video. I really need help like with this or whatever. It's like, I'm not here for that. Yeah. If you knew my lifestyle, if you knew what goes through my head and how far away I am, that is that that, that is the last place I should be. My ass should be in a seat. Mm-hmm. And it's I think that what really what really frustrates me is it's not just with them. It's just it's it's this idea where it's like, dude, like. I want to go there. I want to be fed. I want to take this in. I want to have community. I want Mm -hmm. to be able to save what I have at home that has become a part-time and hopefully a full-time job for me. Yeah. yeah. Dude, there is no way in hell I could balance the both of them. 
Mm-hmm. And I know my decision right now is I'm, I have painted a target and I'm going to shoot for it. Mm-hmm. This is what I want. And it's, it's like, it's not that I won't ever go again. It's just this mentality where it's like, bro, like I just, I don't care that you need help. I don't care. Like it's, I, I had one message from somebody who I still consider a good friend was like, look, man, I really genuinely need your help with this situation. He was probably in a very bad situation with something with video. Something wasn't working. And I just, I gave him a simple message, a simple message back. I'm like, it's not going to happen. It's, it's just, it's not. And he was like, well, he's like, thank you for being honest. At least he's like, you're not like, you know, like stringing me on or anything like that. But I felt bad, but in the same hand, like saying no to that was one of the biggest moments of peace I have had in my faith in a long time. And it was just, it was this idea of like, nah, dude, I, I was a yes man for so long. And it's one of those where it's like, nah, dude, I'm good. Like, it's like, like, I think that it's frustrating because like we have been able to do something incredible with the platform that we have been given. And I think that it's like, nah, dude, you don't know what's going on over here. You don't know why I'm not going to be dedicating my time to, to another project or doing this, like whether it's involved with church or not. We only show you what we want you to see. Right. Like as far it's, as any platform or anything like, right. It's, so they, yeah. they, they think you're just living this carefree great life now or whatever it is it could be yeah yeah well no I, i'm yeah. just saying in the fact of like like you said you you only let people see what, what you want and the fact of they just probably just assumed that oh yeah you're gonna come out. but when you kept saying no and resisting they weren't respecting that and i know you said there's no ill will but like that that is a turn off mm-hmm. you know you can no, you, it did come to the point of respect but it was basically me being like stop yeah like you know so it's and then they were like oh he's serious okay but like so yeah but you can worship anywhere man Mm -hmm. we can do it right here after the show we can do it right now yeah you don't have to go to a church to worship and and talk to god and be you know be near him like Mm -hmm. that was always the thing too is that people always thought that like you have to go to church why you know, and I get that you want to gather with other people and kind of feed off of them and, you know, maybe give that like um, same energy, but mm-hmm. you don't have to. And now with technology, you can, you can find something and watch it, download it, do it in, in the comfort of your own living room because you woke up late or it's your only day off yeah, or whatever it is. Like, not that it's, it's an inconvenience, but I get it, man. I don't want to get up either if it's my only day off. So yeah. that that's where it's like, you know, so you not wanting to go back to church specifically, I don't think hurts you in any way in the fact of, you know, being closer to God or drifting further apart. Well, it's I think that the main good thing about being a part of a church is the community. Like I, right. I I've gotten right. to know some of the most incredible people. I'll name drop them. JP and Adam. Uh, mm-hmm. Adam was our, uh, or still is the head pastor of, uh, the local church that's in, uh, the town next over to us. Mm-hmm. And, uh, JP was the executive pastor. JP is my, uh, the guy that I would say like he worked for like Pearl drum heads and yeah. like, you know, he's owned a cigar shop or whatever. He was kind of like, well, like you're kind of, you're a cool Christian. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> so, um, but no, man, like I've, I've laughed with those guys. I've wept with them. I have traveled long distances with them and had the most ridiculous, but amazing deep conversations, you know, like it's there is a community that is there. And I, I uh, one of the uh, gentlemen that I was speaking to uh, that I met up, met up with at uh, the local, my, my old church was that I was like, yeah, I'm like, I do miss it. And he was like, well, dude, it's here. You know, like, he's like, no, he's like, like we can, like it can happen, you know? And 
I've, I've, again, I've, I've swung with this so many times where it was just like, dude, like I just, I, I want to compartmentalize, not my faith, but this physical action of what I'm doing is that it's like, if it were to ever become something where it's like, nah, dude, like I will probably have my, uh, two, like two times or whatever that I would go, I would meet with people. I would do my thing. Like, you know, it's like at that point, if I was doing things full time, it would be easy. It wouldn't be impossible now, but it's like, it's that, but it's just, Man, like I, I'm being a part of ministry sucks. <laughs> it's it's and what I mean is that I have never in my life experienced the opposition from whether you want to believe that there is a true enemy or not. Dude, like I've never experienced the just darkness that surrounds you when you are devoting yourself to something like that, because it's that mentality of that. If you're doing something right, you're going to get attacked Mm -hmm. and dude, like it's just, it is such a heavy weight to carry. And I did that for so long. And I, I, you know, from friends that were addicts to people that, you know, had, you know, either mental disorders or people that were, you know, fighting, you know, an, 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 unwinnable battle in their life with health or whatever. And it's like, you know, they like as a leader, they're coming to you and they're looking for guidance and they're looking for comfort and they're mm-hmm. looking for these things. And then you have the people that completely go off, off the rails and it causes the problems that it does. And it's like all these different things. And there was just a point that I was just like, I'm done. Yeah. I'm so yeah. tired. Like it's, it, I, I am so emotionally drained. Like it's not that I don't care. I don't want to care anymore. Mm-hmm. And it sucks, man, because some of the best times I have had in my life have been working in ministry. They're not the best things I would say ever. Avengers sure. is still up there for me, but it's like, you know, so, <laughs> but I, I kid, but still it's like, man, like I think it's, it, to me, it's almost like getting back into a relationship where it's like, mm-hmm. I, I, I am so jaded and I'm, yep. I'm in the place where it's like, that is not attractive to me at all on how I would handle it and how the other person would handle it. Like I, I'm just, I am not in that mentality. I don't want that at all. Yeah, no, and, and, and I mean, so it's, it's hard. So. It's like, because I, then I think to myself, if I'm not doing anything wrong, then I'm not going to be attacked, you know? So it's like that idea where it's like, you know, oh, well, you know, you're just doing it to avoid or like not much has happened or this or that, but it's just, man, like, I don't know. Like it, it's hard because I want to swing back and forth in that mentality. I've been saying that a lot, but it's like, I want to play with both sides. And I just find myself just not allowing that pendulum to swing. And I'm like, nah, I'm staying over here, you know? And like, that's, it's there's a lot that scares me and a lot that's uncomfortable that I have experienced. And it's like, if I don't have to, then why would I? Well, right. But so I guess my question is, is that, are you still, I mean, kind of like how I am, like you still talk to God, like you still have your beliefs. You still have the, you're just not putting in like the effort, I guess. That's very fair. Like you're not putting in the, sorry guys, Thor's apparently barking. Yeah. Um, Like you're not just putting in more effort to, better the situation Mm -hmm. um and i think that's where i'm at as well yeah i'm not falling back but i'm not going forward yeah that's why i said i'm pretty much still the same Mm -hmm. and it's just because yes a lot of good things have happened but i've also had a lot of other still bad things like to me karma is real karma is real now i don't mean like Oh, you do this and then tenfold, but like, no, they're like, you put in, you put in bad in the world. Bad's going to come back to you. Mm-hmm. I, I truly believe stuff like that, but you know, uh, I think, I think the effort will start coming at least for me, probably 
here in the future, I would say in the next couple of years, like I said, I, I can see this like barrier starting to break. Yeah. He is yeah. really going off yeah. right now. So we're, we're, we're close to wrapping but up anyway. So no, I, if, I can, bark, if he's barking, let him bark. It'll, yeah. it'll, it'll be background noise. So, but no, I can see myself like having this like barrier where it's like, okay, maybe there's something, but I just, I don't know the, the effort. I think like I said, that word, like the effort is just like not there. Yeah. And I'm okay with it because I also feel like if this is all real and we're believing the right thing, he understands, but it's just like, dude, you would have me more if you would just ease up off my fucking back for a second. Mm -hmm. Can you just give me five seconds here? Mm -hmm. Let me stand up before you knock me back down. Can I stand up? Mm -hmm. That's all I'm asking. Yeah. I'm about one hand, one knee right now. Yeah. And that's where I'm at in my life. One hand and one knee. Yeah. Where yeah. I'm, I'm trying, I'm trying to get up, man. Yeah. I'm right there. Yeah. <coughs> I would, I would say definitely uh, the one hand, one knee thing is probably very much where I'm at. Um, I think that most of all, what I miss um, and I, I think I may have talked about this in part one, but it's it's powerful. And I, I think that uh, it's a good way to end everything on a, a good note mm -hmm. is um, when I was involved in praise team and everything, I got very much exposed to uh, the uh, worship band Elevation Worship. Now, I've got some thoughts on their theology and how uh, Furtick does think the mm -hmm. pastor or whatever, like I'm not like in total agreement with everything on his process and everything, but you can't deny that their music is just top tier. Like they're one of the best, if not the best worship band on the planet. And I've seen them live. I've experienced that. And watching this unit on stage that is just channeling that, like if we're going to go with this idea that it's the truth, that is when it just becomes this radiating beacon. And the Holy spirit is just so alive in that room and it's that whole idea of like wherever two or three are met in my name i am there and this this was a huge room and months later when i came home from this trip i was showing mom one of the videos of like what one of the new things that they had done and the bridge of this song it builds and it's like it gets you to the point where it's like you're like just elated because it's this idea where it's like our god has robbed the grave like, it's like he, Jesus rose, like, no, nah, he took that from death. He didn't give that to death. He robbed the grave. Like he rose again. And mm. there's a shot of this guy in the crowd. And he is just beautifully broken. He's covered in tats. <laughs> he's got longer hair. He looks like he's probably had a, a lot of mileage on him for whatever's happening to him. And the way he was clapping and the way that he was doing everything. Mom just looked at me. And. She said, don't you just feel bad for people that don't know what that feels like? Mm. I've dabbled. And <laughs> that there's times that I think about things like that. We've gotten to react to NF and listen to his music and, yeah. the, and the positive things that he has said, the way that he has, you know, 100% praised God in the ways that he has been very blunt about where he's at and everything. And like, 
I miss it, dude. Like, I feel like I've almost gotten these windows, these windows of like, you know, the stuff that we're experiencing now are giving me those little breadcrumbs of like, you remember, mm-hmm. you remember you miss this. You can be mad all you want, you right? Can be all these things, but you miss this, right? It's okay. You can do it. There's days, there's days that I, I want to worship and I feel like I can't. Yeah. Because of not just because of, oh, I'm living a sinful lifestyle or anything like that. It's like, no, dude, it's my, it's my heart. My heart is so hardened. My heart is so black. Oh, dude, I'm broken. Right. No, I get it. And it's times like that, that it's like when I am able to break out of it, like to believe it or not, I'm worse than what I am right now in this moment. Like it's, I, I want everybody to know this, you included in the people that are in the audience as we wrap this up is that, um, the mentality of that, there was a song called you love me anyway. And I put in the bridge. It said, I am the nail in your wrist, but you love me anyway. Hmm. Okay. I'm the sweat from your brow, but you love me anyway. I am Judas's kiss, <laughs> but you love me anyway. And it's like, I turned away with a smile on my face with this sin in my heart trying to bury your grace but alone in the night I still call out to you Hmm. that is where I'm at it's hard and I'm trying to work through it and I want this again but I have a lot that is really keeping me from it and I want to encourage anybody that is watching this that no matter what it is that you think that you're dealing with no matter what's going on do not look at our stories as a tale of woe from the truth (laughs) right this is as real and as honest as we can be and i think that we definitely we have the credence to be able to say that we've been through enough and we've been through a lot to be able to say that we're confident in these things but there's more to this life than what's here physically and you definitely definitely need to reach out and find an establishment for yourself Mm -hmm. and have something make your own decision so I'm going to go ahead and end this now. And this was hard. There's a lot of attack happening on every aspect of this. As I said, as Thor barks, as we said, the enemy is trying to make us stop or trying to do whatever we're doing. No. With that, we're going to go ahead and end. All right. Thanks, guys.